What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always, John Kelly here with Jeremiah, the king of Kentucky backpacking stringer. Jeremiah, it's going to be a good night. It's going to be a good uh, night. It's going to be a fun night, man. I think that uh, with our Q&A, we're going to get a lot of great questions. I'm ready for it, man. Look at this. Tangent or tangent trails. Another great Monday night. He's right, man. It's time. That is right. And you know what's crazy? Speaking of Monday nights, Bridget, my wife, told me yesterday, uh, have you heard of the show Hard Knocks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the Detroit Lions this year. So I watched episode one, um, and it's their training camp. Right. And Bridget, she caught a little bit of it, and I was telling her, like, oh, this is really kind of what training camp is like. And she's like, we need to watch some NFL and uh, pick a team to root for. So You're going to cheer for the Lions? Not the Lions, no. Oh, good. Man. I, look, that's what, that was the thing. I was like, well, babe, listen, um, we don't really have a local team. Like Cincinnati Bengals are the closest to where we live, and the Titans are about the same distance. And she was like, let's do, let's do Bengals. No, no, don't do that. I know. You want me to go with the Browns? Yeah, bro, come on. I mean, you just got to get past this whole Deshaun Watson thing. I mean – well, he probably won't play this year, you know. So since he's not going to play this year, you don't have to worry about cheering for him. You know, it makes it makes it easy. That's what I was going to say. But anyway, uh, enough about the NFL and, and all that. I'm excited. It is Monday night, and uh, we get to enjoy a great time with all of our lovely listeners that are here on the live stream. Uh, we've been given a three-step process. Did you know that? No, a three-step process on what? Yes, the uh, Ollie Trinity says, step one, get you all to say my name on a live stream. Step two, get sponsored by Dan Becker. And step three, take over the world. Oh, <laughs> that's an interesting three steps there. That's Those are some steps right there, man. Well, remember us whenever you take over the world. Yeah, also, we, we made the peace and ninja happy. Did you know that? Because he was I, writing during it because I still keep on expecting a how's it going hikers. And, and that was in there tonight. So, yeah, he the, should be very happy. Oh, DJ John on the soundboard tonight. Yeah, I'm pretty much a professional DJ, so there's that. That was a groovy little tune you had on the countdown, man. I'm digging the blues. It, it took me a long time to record that. I did that all this afternoon, um, you know, here in the garage studio. It was a lot of work, but I pulled it off. Just an incredible musician. I'll tell you, man, I am, I am pretty much one of the best ever. That's really what it comes down to, so... Well, you know, before we get it too deep with all of this garbage I'm saying, uh, why don't we talk about our sponsor for tonight's episode, and that is our good friends over at Outdoor Beards, the first ever sponsors of this channel. And if you go over to their page, their website, you can see all the amazing things that they sell, Jeremiah. And I don't know about you, but since 2019, I've been using their products, and they're fantastic. Yes, I love the beard balms. I've been letting my beard grow back out. Kept it pretty short in the summer. We're headed into the colder season. Throw a little balm in there. Spruce it up. Make sure it's uh, nice and oiled. Yeah, and they've got so many flavors, right? Because I don't call these, like, <laughs> scents. I mean, they're flavors, dude. I mean, listen to these. You got you got uh, Grandma's Pie Beard Balm. You've got... Uh, the Morning Brew Beard Balm, which is my personal favorite. You've got the Romantic Something Sweet Beard Balm, which is chocolate and strawberries, which I hear, Jeremiah, you're a fan of that one. I love the Something Sweet. It smells just like chocolate-covered strawberries. My wife loves it, too, because she loves to eat 
chocolate covered strawberries. Oh, so good. And uh, you've got the s'more, the s'more please beard balm and on the rocks, which is a nice whiskey smelling beard balm. So there's some good stuff in there, man. Some really good stuff in there. Yeah. John didn't even name them all. There's a lot on there. And uh, actually my favorite product that Outdoor Beards has uh, that I usually use is their brush or you can check out their comb. Um, I use it every morning before work, get my beard nice and combed in looking fly for the day yeah they've got some great gear and we are big fans always have been of outdoor beards so big thank you to outdoor beards for sponsoring this episode jeremiah i believe it is time for us to start getting into some questions so uh let them fly people while it's 17 new comments and they are starting quick man okay so we're gonna go with the very first one i see on here uh jeremiah when is Jeremiah going to sponsor with his own merch? You know, I thought whenever I drop merch, it, is it a good idea? Is it a good strategy business-wise to be like, uh, today's video sponsor is actually me. I am the <laughs> video sponsor. And if you want to help out the channel, uh, check out some merch in the description. I don't know. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's something I'm looking forward to is when you actually have some merch, which, by the way, I mean, not to not to say I've got merch, but, you know, John does have that, merch. That might be one of my shirts right there. So uh, just saying anybody look like something that, there. Hot, sweet, so, sleep. Yeah. Poop. poop. Um, <laughs> the important one. The important one. Uh, Dave Off Grid is asking the pros and cons with the Z-Packs pack. Okay, yeah, so uh, I've got the Z-Packs Arcall Ultra, which is mine's the 60 liter. Um the only negative to that pack is that it's a 60 liter, I think, but they just came out with a 50 liter. So um, if they had had the 50 liter when I was getting mine, I would have gotten the 50 liter um, just because I never fill up a 60 liter pack. And so now in the wintertime, that'll be a little different, but I will say, man, the pack, I think I told you this in a conversation when I first got it, it's probably the most comfortable pack I've ever worn. Would you say that's one of the biggest pros? That's a huge pro. Like there's nothing more important than being comfortable when you're hiking on the trail, especially if you're doing miles. And uh, that pack is just really comfortable. It weighs 20 ounces. That's ridiculous. man. Yeah, it, it's insane. And it carries it carries really well. So um, sounding like Dan Becker. What does that mean? I don't is know. Trying, is, that, is that a backhanded insult, you think? So we're calling out everyday backpacker for being a backhanded insulter on our show. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. KK uh, after that. Oh, there it is. All right. So uh, that's a sweet shirt. How do I win one? You buy, by going to the link in one of my videos and buying one. That's the best way to win one. <laughs> Here's a good question. Has anyone tried the Helinox Chair Zero High Back? Have you tried that yet? No, I didn't. I didn't even know the high back existed. I have. Yeah. The, Let's see if I, I look the, it up real quick. It's the Helinox Sunset Chair. And, you know, I think that they might call it something different on different websites. I'm not sure. But I bought the Helinox Sunset Chair. And the down the downside to that one is it weighs like three and a half pounds. So right, right. that's pretty heavy. If I could get the same thing and it be like a Chair Zero, but with a high back, that would be perfect. There it is right there, man. Oh, that, I feel like we looked this up. No, this is a different one. Uh, we looked up, uh, what was the one we looked up last time? It was the one from... Yeah, Big Agnes. It was a Big Agnes one that Big I looked Agnes. up last okay. week. So the Chair Zero High Back in black, or I assume you can get it in another color too. 
Yeah, it looks. Let me see the the specs on this thing because that's a. I mean, it has a 265 pound weight capacity. Um, what's the price on it? 170 bucks. 170. So a little more expensive than what's the chair zero? 150, yeah. 125. I think it's like 110, 115, isn't it? Oh, so this is quite a bit more expensive. I mean, I could be wrong on that. I'll, I'll I'll check out here in a second, but it weighs one pound eight ounces, so it weighs as much as my chair point five. Okay, I got some uh, backcountry money burning a hole in my pocket, so I'm going to write that down. Ooh, Helinox, you might be seeing it's one thirty. It's one thirty for the chair zero, the regular chair zero. Helinox, so, chair yeah. zero, yeah, high back, yep. Uh, uh, and then over here it says you guys pull the trigger on the big Agnes chair. Not yet, and I mean that by yet. I I am planning on getting one. I'm definitely planning on getting one because uh, that is a sweet chair. It's a little on the pricey side too, but I can save back some money for a little while and get it. So why would you get the big Agnes chair over that high back chair zero? 15 inch off the ground seat. Oh, okay. And the other one is the same height as the chair zero. It just leans back. Yeah, it just leans back. <sighs> you know, I don't I'm need that. I don't I'm need that. I'm both. <laughs> what you should do what you should do is see if they do a 15 inch like seat that has a high back and see if the helinox backing fits on it oh just combine the two yeah that would lower the weight because helinox always has lighter stuff on their chairs so hmm could work i mean come on frankenstein that thing dude frankenstein it new listener have you all made it to the 80ks i have not been i okay funny story i grew up in Cortland, new york just south of syracuse but I have never been to the Adirondacks. So uh, I definitely I, need to get there. Definitely need to get there. The closest I guess I've been is around the Whites, but I don't know if that's really that close in terrain. Yeah. Yeah. But I would yeah. love to get up there too, man. Upstate uh, they're beautiful, York. man. It's unfortunate that whenever you say New York, most people think of New York City because upstate New York is like a totally different world. You know, it's nothing it's like beautiful, dude. It's beautiful, man. The 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 Finger Lakes uh, area is awesome. I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous up there. The Adirondacks, the Catskills. I mean, New York's a beautiful state. It's just everybody thinks of Long Island and New York City. Yeah. And Wait. if you go over to Buffalo, you can go see uh Niagara Falls. You know who's a big Buffalo fan? Tim Watson. Tim Watson. Yes. I just don't get it, man. Yep. Big time. Okay, here's a question, and I don't have an answer for it, but uh, do you all know of any good backpacking snake bite kits? Lots of venomous snakes this time of year. I, I've, never, I've never actually done that. You know, um, whenever Bridget and I, we were – hiking i don't remember if i told you this or not we were hiking at red river gorge and it was me and her mr backpacking with jason sir and uh Paxalot and his wife yeah and we were headed out to hansen's point because they had never been there and uh bridget almost stepped on a rattler did i tell you oh about yeah you did tell me about that yeah and i don't know you know, snake bites, they're very scary, but I think that the vast majority of people are just fine after snake bites. I mean, it's not like they get bit and then they go home and everything's great. You might have to go to the hospital and stuff, but yeah. I think the majority in, you know, in the Western world, you get medical treatment and everything turns out okay. Hopefully not lose a limb or anything like that drastic, but 
yeah typically you know if you get the right like he's saying the venomous snake bite kit yeah okay i mean personally all i do is i i cut it open and i just suck out the my own poison and spit it out that's how i do it yeah i have someone else to suck out the poison i'm hardcore bridget's dead on that (laughs) (laughs) no i never either he got bit by a snake yeah he just got bit by one uh couple months ago i think really i don't know if they're ginseng hunting or just camping or what but yeah he hit he definitely got bit for sure didn't even know it at the time that he got bit and he got back and figured it out was it it must not have been a very venomous snake then if he got bit could have been a dry bite too yeah that's true well i mean like i know when i did the shell toey and it's on video i'm hiking along and brian goes hey watch out there's a copperhead like and i go where i couldn't it was dark we were high, it was almost nighttime, and uh, I just walked right by it, didn't even see it. He said I missed it by, like, just a few inches. That is insane, man. Yeah. I got lucky. Did I, did I ever tell you about the time that that copperhead come up on us fishing? Yes. Yeah, that's scary, man. <laughs> I'm scared of snakes, dude. Are you really? Well, I mean, not to the point where I'm just going to shiver in my timbers and run away like a little <laughs> girl, but... You know, I'm not going to be grabbing, whether it's venomous or non-venomous, yeah. I'm not going to grab one. I, I will tell you something that freaked out some of the teachers at open house last week. One of the students brought in uh, some kind of lizard and just had it on her shoulder. She had kind of longer hair and the hair was like drooping over her shoulder. And she was like, excuse me, can you help me find my homeroom? Of course, there's like 500 kids there. They're all walking around. It's crazy. And it's after school. And um I was talking to one of the other teachers and she, she walked up and asked and the other teacher like took two steps back seeing that lizard. It was like golden color. She, she walked <laughs> away and she was like, is that an iguana? And I was like, I don't think that was iguana. It was gold. We had a, we had a girl last year that brought a snake in her backpack. We didn't find out about it until like fourth period, second half of the wow. day. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That is you, nuts, man. See the comment nuts. about the, the snake kit. Yeah. Was, the everyday backpacker he said he was just joking by the way oh the i know i know i was giving him a hard time he comments on stuff all the time i'm just having fun so the snake bite kits might not work oh just call home and tell him to call a funeral home wish for the best yeah that's the end of it hey jeremiah yes. awesome half beard on your video today what's uh, the story behind that why don't you tell a little bit about that man i haven't gotten to watch the video yet so uh, I definitely want to see, I want you to talk a little bit about that. Well, we went to South Dakota, for those that haven't heard, and I might be the last person to publish their video. And I finally published it this morning, Monday, August 15th at 9.30 Eastern time. And everybody got to enjoy the worst beard cuts that you could ever imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and they were given out. By Miyagi on the trail. So did you not talk about it in your video that you did that? Uh, I mean, yeah, I left a little bit in there. It's a 20-minute video. I tried to cut it down. Wow, you yeah. actually did like an actual trip video. Oh, it's a full video, dude. I've, I worked a long time on it, and unfortunately, it's like 9 out of 10 on my last 10 videos. But, you know, the trip <laughs> video, <laughs> my channel's not centered around trip videos. Right. I do like to throw them out there. But anyway, the short of it is, um, we were supposed to go on this trip 
and all have mustaches. And Mr. Backpacking with Jason, sir, refused, even though I brought the trimmers with me. He still refused. Uh, you know what you should have told him? If he's not going to do the, the the mustache, then he had to eat Mountain House the entire week. Oh, that <laughs> that was what you should have done. He would have he had that he'd have had that mustache in like five seconds. Well, I bet that you're right there, but his woman might have had something to say about it once once he got back. I can't grow, but his would his would grow back in like 15 minutes. I know. I he know. doesn't have a five o'clock shadow. He has like a 10 a.m. shadow. Well, first of all, I kept trying to get him to shave it. You know, I was working on him. Yeah. We had the trimmers with us on trail, and he kept telling me, "Dude, I have to meet people this week." He's like, you know, he he <laughs> he's a business guy. He's saying well, he's he can sh- he can shave the mustache off when they get done. I mean, be clean shaven for meetings. That looks good. Well, you and I are logical people, man. You know who we're doing with you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He knows I love it. Just kidding. But anyway, um, we were supposed That's to do funny. mustaches. And I didn't, but I brought my trimmers with me. And Miyagi and I kind of decided while we were at the car that we would take turns shaving each other's beard once a day, and then you'd have to wear it the next day. Oh, man. Yeah, and Miyagi... He shaved half my face on day two. And I just, <laughs> he had, I had the Hulk Hogan, whole Hulk Hogan. And then the next day he shaved half of it. Right. And it was That's great. It was better somehow as the Hulk Hogan with the uh, chin strap beard, the thin chin strap, like the Louisville. Yeah. 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 Beard. Uh, anyway. Yep, that's what happened on that trip. If you want to see more, check out the video. It's on my channel, Jeremiah Stringer Hikes. Yeah, go check it out. It's, it's, I'm sure it's fantastic. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Um, my Mondays, I don't get to watch a lot of videos because uh, I got to work, and then we do this at night. So, yeah, uh, got another question out here um, from Everyday Backpacker. Do you guys have any good fall trips planned? Jeremiah, do you got any good fall trips planned? Uh, only thing right now is I'm going to try to um, – get Bridget out backpacking. She's actually been asking me multiple times. So hopefully maybe Labor Day weekend, if we can find a spot that's not too busy, we'll head out there. And then I think Jason and I are going to try to get out one time in September. Uh, But other than that, I don't really, school has just started back. So I feel like I'm super busy. What about you? Yeah. I got a big trip planned, uh, doing, uh, seven straight days. Uh, we're going to do the, uh, foothills trail down South Carolina. I'm bringing some buddies down and two of them have never been backpacking before. Oh, bro. They're in for such a treat. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, one of the guys i we're getting all of his kit put together right now. Uh, we were able to find a tiger wall UL two for like 250 bucks. Where at? Uh, somebody was selling it was used. He only used it like four times. It was in perfect condition and uh so he got his hands on that that was a great price for that tent and so he got that we're trying to find a backpack right now i think he's he just got his sleeping system all figured out got a sleeping pad and all that um but yeah it's it's gonna be fun man it's it i'm really excited i've always wanted to do the foothills trail i know you've done it and uh i just hear it's one of the most beautiful hikes and we're taking it easy because these guys haven't done a ton of hiking Mm-hmm. So the biggest days are going to be like 11 miles, which aren't necessarily small days, but they're not like destroy you days, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that trail, for those that don't know, you can go Table Rock to Oconee or the other way. And the other way is better. I finished at Table Rock and yeah. it was great. That's what you're doing. Yeah, because I've I've read everything like other people that have gone 
and everybody said, don't start at Table Rock, or like three days in, you'll wish you'd never done it. Because yeah, it's all uphill, like from that end. Well, the good thing about doing it the way you all are doing it is you get the highest point. It, I can't remember if that's in North Carolina or South Carolina, I think. It's Sassafras. Yeah. I don't know if you how much you've researched it, but you get the highest point and they have like a, a tower up there, like an observation deck and stuff. You can check that out. You'll get that at the very end and you'll get to see all the stuff at Table Rock as you're coming off the mountain. Yeah. Well, and and uh, our buddy who was on last week, Brad Felton, as the crow flies hiking, mm-hmm. uh, he and I have talked quite a bit. We've been texting back and forth because he just did it this past spring. And uh, he's hooking me up with some people down there to connect with. Um, so that's been helpful. And then I'm hoping sometime after, after the trip to the Foothills trail to head down to, uh, Alabama and hit the Sipsy with, with Brad. I really oh. want to get down there and hike with him, man. You need to come. We're trying to get you to come down with us too. So, um, well, I got time, you know, I'm game. That's true. That's true. And it, a lot of people don't realize this. I guess I don't talk about it a lot cause I'm not real big into, Oh, poor John. But, uh, I haven't been allowed physically allowed to hike since june uh because of my back i been doing some physical therapy Been doing physical therapy got to bust it up my sciatica or my sciatic nerve and so i've got a sciatica and because it's nerve damage um they say take it very easy i'm only allowed i finally convinced my physical therapist to let me hike between a half mile and a mile that's it right now it is driving me insane man driving me insane Oh, uh, I was going to ask you on the Foothills Trail thing. Have you watched Jason Wish's videos yet? No, because he probably hiked 47 miles a day. So he did it in like two days. He did it. I can't remember if it was like three days. And this was right after some giant storms that had a million blowdown. You'll have to check out his videos. Yeah, I like it. I can't watch his videos because I feel bad about myself when I watch his videos. <laughs> he's such a good hiker he's such a strong hiker man guys those fkt guys they're crazy um dave off grid he's asking what are you guys eating on trail these days outside of dehydrated meals oh you want me to go first yeah you go first because uh i'll have to think back two months well the most recent trip i took was at south dakota trip and that was at the very end of summer so well it's something my summer break i guess yeah, and my most common easy meal was tortillas with anything I could put on there. So I took like a whole bag of pepperonis and I took some string cheese and then some people had some different stuff that was on the trip with us. So I tried like sriracha on there with it. I tried mustard and mayo, uh, just uh, any condiments, relish. But I also like um, if you are okay with bringing some stuff that's not going to get real nasty. You have to eat it pretty fast, but like bagels with salami and some cheese and tomatoes and spinach. Mm. That sounds good. Jeff Stringer, baby. You could eat that at home. Yeah, I could eat that right now, and I would not be upset in the least bit. That's what I like. That and then maybe some bars. I like a little tea in the morning and uh, a couple packs of oatmeal, but that's dehydrated, so that's a good question. Well, it's it's not dehydrated. It's just not been hydrated yet. Yeah, that's dehydrated. That's not dehydrated. Like, it's already dry. It's not like oh, they dry true. it out. That's true. I guess if you want to get technical, <laughs> it's just not hydrated yet. 
It's not I'll hydrated. Yeah. Yeah. There's not. I retract, I retract my statement. <laughs> I know for me, um, it, he said dehydrated meals too. He didn't say like dehydrated foods necessarily. I think he's just talking like other than like Mountain House and that kind of stuff. But I know for me, man, my favorite snack has always been those Welch's fruit snacks. Dude, I just get those with the little packs and I take those out with me. And like if I see a big hill coming, I'll just have one of those before I go up the hill. You know how that works. You get about halfway up and finally the sugar kicks in and you're ready to go. A little carb um, loading. Yeah, a little carb loading for that. Um, I'm a big fan of uh what are they called? Uh some of those uh, what are they called? The good to go meals. They're like giant granola bars. Oh yeah. You know those? They're yeah. green belly, green belly meals. That's what it is. Green belly meals. Green. I like those, man. There's one that's a, it's a spicy apple one. It's really good, and it's actually spicy. And that I, that one's really good. I put peanut butter on that one. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be I really good. You you think you'd like it? I know I'd like it. Come on, I man. didn't really love the peanut butter on there, but dude, it was packed full of calories. One of those bars, yeah. just like the whole package. Is over 600 calories. There's one or two, I think, that are like 800. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, I, I try to get Jason to try some of that because I've taken him on a few trips with him. Yeah. He's like, that is disgusting. I'm like, you don't know what it is, man. <laughs> it's, it's just a big granola bar is really all it is. Yeah. I, I like these things right here. We've talked about these before. Oh, the noon tablet? Yeah, the noon tablets. These are really good as far oh, as like with hydration, man, like flavoring water and stuff. Have you tried the liquid IVs? No. They are very, very sweet. Like it says, put it in 16.9 ounce bottle. But, but I, how do you clean up the holes in your arm after you inject them? Like, <laughs> but um, Well, I think that they're way too sweet. So uh, yeah. I would suggest adding it at least to 20 ounce. But then again, I don't know. I kind of have a sweet tooth, but not when it comes to drinks. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so got, we got a great comment on here. Um, seeing that Jeremiah got bit by a cobra after four days of agonizing pain, the cobra died. <laughs> 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 That's Jeremy. <laughs> That's a little reminiscent of some of the comments we got with Crow. I know, man. I know you're you're the you get the uh, the treatment this week. I guess. Yeah, get the little Chuck Norris treatment. This I week. know, man. Uh, Southern Hikes says he's still upset you didn't keep it halfway your 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 facial hair. Well, you know, Taylor. I just couldn't do it, man. That can you imagine standing at Mount Rushmore with your hands wide open and a picture that is etched in digital memory forever and you have half a beard? Can you it's imagine? True. When's the next time I'm gonna see Mount Rushmore again? The next time you decide to go? Well, Bridget was like, Oh, you got to see Mount Rushmore and I haven't got to see it. That means we'll have to go back. So I think I'll be going back. With regular facial hair. With normal Outdoor beards treated facial hair. Not Outdoor beards Hogan. treated. Yes. Not the Hulk Hogan, not the half beard, not the mustache. I don't know. You look pretty good with the Hulk Hogan, though. Well, thank you. They started we'll calling me that. corn dog. Dude, did you know that you and Everyday Backpacker are both redheads? No, I did not. I'm he says he's a ginger, so you guys are both redheads, man. Yeah, that just means we get sunburnt very easily. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guys. That's rough. Hey, so Brian Winburn wants to know, did you see the Crazy Horse Monument? 
Brian, you don't have to tell me more about it because I don't remember a crazy horse monument. It's the uh, it's the face of an Indian named uh, Crazy Horse, Native American named Crazy Horse. Is it real close to Rushmore? It's not far, I don't believe. If, if Brian wants to leave a comment below and kind of explain where it exactly it is, but I know it's in that same area, and it's really cool. I mean, I've never seen it in person, but I've seen pictures of it, and it's really cool. I'll look it up. The Crazy Horse Monument. It's a Native American named Crazy Horse. Hmm. Now, of it. it's really cool man i think it's yeah here we go let me let me make this go full screen okay if i can if yeah, y'all want to just make sure you check out the youtube version of this uh podcast that's can... it right there man no way yeah that's them working on it let me see if i can let me uh let me get off here and see if i can find like it finished oh okay you see. So is it the same person that done Rushmore done that, or does this come way later? I don't know, man. I don't know. But here's a, oh, that's a cool picture. Let me see if I can bring this one up. Okay. Let's see if it'll let me. This is what it looks like. Whoa, I just got an ad. I'm glad that didn't come up. Pop up. Uh, that's what it looks like, man. Yeah. Can you zoom in anymore? Nah, that's about all I can get. It's kind of a smaller picture, but you can see him up there at the top that's pretty cool man yeah i'd like to see that all those rocks uh all all throughout black elk wilderness you're basically walking through what the rocks look like before they etched rushmore in so you know you're just surrounded by that type of terrain for multiple days absolutely beautiful yeah dude someone came up with a great idea for you with merch what's that Word on the street is Jeremiah will send merch to any listener who shaves their eyebrows. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? Could, if you, I'm telling you people, if you will do it, Jeremiah has to send you something like a sticker. I Would you send that. stickers? Would you send stickers if people sent you pictures of them with no eyebrows? Uh, Yeah, I definitely would. I have a sticker right here just waiting for the first person that uh, sends me a video of them shaving yeah, their dude. eyebrows. I would feel so bad if somebody actually shaved their eyebrows because uh, I can't speak from experience, but from what I've seen, they never grow back exactly the same. Really? That's what I think. Now, I could be wrong on that, but I don't know. Y'all comment and let me know if you've ever seen somebody or, or have shaved your own eyebrows. Let me know. Did it look like it did before you shaved it? Because I always think it might be kind of funky. I, it looks weird when people don't have eyebrows. I won't lie. Look, yeah, it looks weird when they don't, but I'm saying when they grow back, I don't think they grow back the same. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then somebody at Tangent Trail said, uh, uh, outside comfort zone, right brow, left brow, or both? It has to be both. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll leave it up to you, but John is an absolute savage. Oh. No, well, here's the thing, man. Like, you're going to have to shave them both anyways. You're going to look really weird if you only have one eyebrow. So I'm trying to protect people from looking even worse. Hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I care, man. Like, I really do care. Plus, it's funny when people don't have eyebrows. So I, I think that's what you, people should do. Okay, yeah. Dave Off Grid. He says, I think John Kelly and Jeremiah Stringer should do Bryce's Crazy Stupid Light Challenge. Have you seen his Crazy Stupid Light Challenge? Um, Bryce Newbold? Yeah. Nope. Will you tell me about it? It's like six pounds. So you have to go out for a trip, six pound base weight. He did an overnight. 
and he did like six pounds stupid light. So like bad sleep is basically what this is. Just imagine bad sleep and you could get really cold. You know, I think if I'd done that in the summertime and I took that hammock that um, Jeremy, all things outdoors made, that weighs five and a half ounces. Oh, you could have pulled it off easy. Oh, I I guarantee you, especially if I did no underquilt. Yeah, you, you'd have pulled that off easy. Yeah, because your uh, your shelter system, if the whole thing just weighs like seven ounces, then you're stupid lot. <laughs> what do you so, read? <laughs> both brows, and you have to mail the scraps to Jeremiah. No, do not. <laughs> do not mail me your eyebrows. <laughs> oh, that's awesome for okay so people who are who are listening right now we've got comments going this whole time and this whole conversation about the eyebrows have been coming up and it's been outside comfort zone who has been leading this conversation and, and he said you have to mail the scraps to jeremiah i think that's incredible no. i think I, that's incredible i think i think if they mail you the scraps you need to send them a, a t-shirt or a hat or something well, uh, actually, shout out to outdoor or outside comfort zone. I don't think he even knew uh, until they were done, but Girl Plus Dog Adventures, um, she made these stickers. So yes, I would, she did. I'd be more than happy to send you one, uh, but I don't have any t-shirts yet. I'd have to make some, but you know, I would go through the trouble of getting those t-shirts made. If you go through the trouble of shaving your eyebrows, but you know, some people um. They pluck their eyebrows. I know a lot of the ladies, they do the drawing on and, and all that. I mean, that's not my jam, but maybe uh, maybe it's not that uncommon. I don't think they shave them, though. Yeah, I yeah think that's they, true. I think they stick with the plucking. There's a lot of plucking that goes on, that's for sure. Have you ever plucked your eyebrows? I get the unibrow done. Do you really? Oh, for sure, man. You got to do a little self-care. I got a barber that every time I go to get my hair cut, he just kind of trims them for me. So I don't have to worry yeah. about it. That's a good guy. I still haven't got the ear hair yet. I'm not going to talk about that. Cause that's. Mail uh, <laughs> 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 your ear hair to John Kelly. Mail, mail me your ear hair people. And I will give you a Jeremiah Stringer sticker. Um, so <laughs> right now I'm, I have to wear a hat at all times right now because uh -huh. my barber's from Kosovo. Okay. And every year, and yet it's a true story. Every year at the beginning of August, he leaves for about a month to a month and a half, and his his shop is shut down. And I forgot to go the week that he, before he left, and my hair looks so bad. I had to actually give my wife trimmers and say, "Please clean off my neck because it looks terrible." Give us a little sneak peek, man. Bad? No, we're good, man. We're good. We can't even see that. Peek. I mean, I've already got my. I mean, I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you already have like a five head. Or in my case, like an eight head. You don't have a forehead. Um, you just when your hair looks bad, it makes it even look worse. You know what I mean? Because then you look like a balding guy that's trying really hard. And and I don't want to be that guy. So I'm I'm good, man. I'm good. But hey, I got a better better thing here. All right, this is from ahead. the Pizza Ninja. Are you guys thinking of any challenges? Like you can only bring food from McDonald's, only drink cherry cola or something else. I would definitely. If I'm doing a through hike of anything, I'm definitely down for the challenges. I think it brings a different yeah. dynamic and it just makes it fun. You know, a lot of people, they do the McDonald's challenge, which is basically like maybe you're through hiking the Appalachian trail and then until your next resupply, 
you can only get McDonald's, which uh, sounds terrible until you think about the fact that McDonald's food never decays. So you could just keep it indefinitely in your backpack and eat it whenever you wanted. What if you did the big three challenge? What's the big three challenge? You have to pick one of your big three that you can't bring with you. Oh, my goodness. What if, what if we did something like that? Yeah, you couldn't bring your backpack? Yeah, like you just bring a, a pack liner and tie it to you or something. You do the hobo stick. Yeah. I think shelter, if it's nice out, shelter would be the easiest thing not to do. Well, yeah, you could cowboy camp for sure. I don't know yeah. how you carry your stuff without the pack. And then, like, you need some kind of sleep system. Otherwise, you're doing the the crazy on the ground yeah no uh no insulation that sounds like it'd be terrible even in the summer well you know if it was like an eight one of those one of those kentucky nights in like this month like typically august is really hot we're having like an actual cools period right now which is weird but uh at night it's still in the 80s if you did that and you brought the hammock but you didn't bring the sleep system part of it you could probably sleep pretty comfortably you save a lot of weight. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'm in for the big three, <laughs> the big three challenge. Gosh, what a pansy. Man. You see uh Andy super chat? Andy gave us a super chat. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it. What's he say here? My only request is that this goes into the classroom. Let's take care of your kids. Uh Andy, that's awesome, man. $99.99 donation. We'll definitely make that happen, man. Make sure that goes in the classroom to take care of the kids. That's awesome, man. You gonna do a pizza party with your with your uh, with your kids? Uh, I'm not sure how to spend that. I'll have to think on it. Maybe. I mean, you, if you if you told all your kids that it was because of your YouTube channel and the podcast that you're in, they would probably quit making fun of you for it because it got them free pizza. That's true. Huge. Thank you, Andy. That's awesome, man. That's huge. Taking care of the kids. Um, yeah, they would absolutely love that. Like, I, I you mentioned the pizza pizza party, and I don't think I ever told you this, but I did uh, buy the kids a pizza party last year from the YouTube channel. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the reason I did it is because we had this. Um, it was a fundraiser for basically feeding people that didn't have the money to buy food in our community. And it was like a food can drive and that kind of stuff. And my kids brought in a ton of stuff. And I was like, the prize is a pizza party. So if y'all bring in the most, you can also donate money. Then our class wins and then we can have a pizza party. And uh, they didn't win, but they, it was really touching Pulled on the heartstrings, man, because I had kids that were like, yeah, I mowed yards over the weekend so I could make some extra money to to help donate. And even though they may have been doing it for the pizza party, I was like, this is helping the community. So I just paid for it. And I was like, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you are a nice guy, man. Yeah. Everything that Jason says about you, you actually are a nice guy. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. I'm not, I'm not going to say a word. I'll keep my mouth shut. Hey, Super so are, are we are we waiting on merch because it's sponsored by Gonex? Griff <laughs> 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 Outdoors, you must have seen the fake news ticker. I'm going to put it up there about the Gonex. Yeah, 
I don't know. These companies, man, they contact you on YouTube. I just had a company that offered me quite a bit of money to do a sponsor video. And they were wanting me to promote this tent and sleeping pad and sleeping bag. But I added up the weight and it was like over eight pounds. And I was like, you know, I haven't tried this and this is not something that I would use. So I think we'll have to turn that one down. So Gonex. <laughs> no, it wasn't Gonex, by the way. Okay. I was just making sure. I'm like, I'm like, man, dude, like Gonex loves you. I won't say who the company is. I don't know if anybody noticed the uh, German name of the the pack and happened to look that up, but uh, that was oh, pretty funny. Listen to John. We'll just, we'll just see if anybody. We'll just see if anybody caught on to that when they were looking at it. So, okay. So, uh, does removing brows with a mouse glue trap count, Chris? What did you do, man? Oh, Chris, that sounds awful. I hope you got that on video, bro. Oh, I do too, man. Tangent Trail says I have a pic of when my brows were burnt off after a stove flare-up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'd like to see that picture. Email that one to us at backpackingpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, dude. Okay, here's a two here's a two-word question for us. Okay. Two-word question. Down pants. Yes. Yeah, I'd Down say that too. Sure. I have. Mine are, mine are laying like right over here behind me, man. Haven't used them since my trip uh snowshoeing and stuff up in the whites with um justin but down pants i'm gonna be breaking those out pretty soon dude this fall weather what about you uh i don't have any yet i've actually been holding off on getting them until i actually know i'm gonna need them i haven't the last time i would have needed them was when i was in wisconsin a couple years ago um that was cold what's that were you with the shields yeah, I was, I was hanging out with the Shills and uh, Midwest Backpacker and Rob Pelton and some dude named Dan. For the um, record, we're not calling those people Shills. We're talking <laughs> the, the Shill brothers. They are they are real Outdoor. people with a great. By the way, did you watch their um, their videos from uh, Colorado? No, I haven't seen them. Really good, man. Really good. Them they went out with uh, with Bryce Newbold out to Colorado. And hiked on uh, Collegiate West, I think. Uh-huh. And dude, it was it was really good. Uh, Kevin was dealing with some serious altitude sickness out there, but it was a, it was a really good. Like both the videos were really good. Oh, man, that sucks about sucks about the altitude sickness, but uh, it makes for a better video. For being honest, and let's yeah, let's just be honest. It makes for a better video. Okay, so do we win a, jo- a Jeremiah Stringer commemorative dinner plate if we can shave JK's eyebrows while he sleeps? how are how are they going to shave you while you sleep i don't know like i don't i'm not gonna ever hike with this guy i I will tell you that right now like that just ended that opportunity because i'm not trusting that that's scary um that's funny i I went on a trip with jared to the smokies outside comfort zone did you really yeah and you try to shave off your eyebrows in your sleep uh no, I had Bridget <laughs> stay awake all night and protect me and make sure that he didn't shave off my eyebrows. But I could definitely see him doing that to you if y'all go on a trip together. Yeah, man, uh, that would be really rough. I mean, I know he would never win any of my merchandise if he did that, and I actually have merchandise. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> John with the shameless plug on the merch. <laughs> 
Oh, look at this everyday backwards says JK sets it up and then disappoints on the reveal. Yeah, that's true. Probably would. He's talking. I think we're just a little bit behind on the comments. I think he's talking about your hair, man. I think he wants to see that haircut. Yeah, it's not happening. It's bad. It's just bad. Like there's, there's no sense in showing bad to people. You know, I, I realized I was getting old when the barber asked me, "Want me to hit those eyebrows?" (laughs) Uh, That is, that is the cue on the getting old. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just starting to catch up now with the comments. Uh, Let's see. Um, there's, there's some actual conversations going on in here too. Try not to like put something up's not a question for us. Okay. All right. Money is no object. Which piece of gear would you get? Mm. That's a tough one. You can get any piece of gear that you want. Yeah. I would probably get a sensory deprivation tank. Yeah. What? For yeah. for hiking. Oh, it has to be for hiking. Come on, man. What are you this isn't this isn't the sleep at home podcast it's the backpacking podcast well we've been talking about sleeping and shaving off eyebrows i get my wires crossed on the trail on the trail on the trail uh let's see i don't know i guess if we could consider it a piece of gear it would probably be a really 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 nice camera but okay if we're going to avoid that one and be like, okay, camera gear doesn't count, even though it's an essential piece of equipment, in my opinion, for what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I, I think about tents. That's exactly where my mind went. I, I, I think like, about, I think about tents. I think like there's the, um, Z-Pax has the duplex, but it's a freestanding duplex where it's got all the poles and stuff with it. And uh-huh. it still weighs less than two pounds, even with all of the freestanding stuff. And that would be pretty cool because that's stupid expensive. And I can't afford it. Um, there's also Hyperlite Mountain Gear has some really cool tents that are really expensive. Oh, you know what I would get? I would get that new Osprey backpack, the really expensive one for no reason. <laughs> you, know, you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I think Dan actually did a video on that not too long ago. Yeah, I should watch that video and see if it's worth it because um, we were at an REI, me and Jason, and I was looking for that one. And to no surprise, they didn't have it because, of course, they wouldn't carry that. I just don't know who the market is for it. Well, I know I talked to Dan about it when he got it, Uh and he said it is the nicest backpack he's ever used in his entire life. But he said, would I spend $700 on it if it wasn't for the fact that I, I use it for a video? He goes, no. And he says that in the video. He's like, you don't need to spend this kind of money. Well, what's but it so is nice. It is really nice. What's so nice about it? Just, just, the just the way they did everything. Like he said, it's one of the easiest carrying packs he's ever put on. Like all of the latches and connections and everything are just super high quality. Just done incredibly well. Um, it's just overpriced, man. $700. That's expensive. I mean, I think I think the Z-Packs are really expensive at almost four hundred dollars you know that's i think that's really expensive their um, uh, backpacks are four hundred dollars yeah 399 but there's a lot of backpacks that are in that range that's not just that's not just z packs yeah. i mean hyperlight mountain gear has expensive backpacks and ula and other brands they all have expensive backpacks if you're going to get something that's a more cottage and has the lighter fabrics and stuff it's going to be expensive 
I got you. Yeah, most people start with the Gregory Osprey, those kind of backpacks. Yeah. Okay, so I got to put this out here. Uh, is removing brows going to be the UL hack? Save on the brow weight, right? Oh, now, he's, yeah. You know, if you're yeah. going to go stupid light, does that mean we should shave all of our body hair too? That'd be tough, man. Could you That'd imagine you shave all your body hair, all your facial hair, the hair on top of your head, your eyebrows, everything? Um, you just have you to look really that. weird, first off. Yeah, you look like one of those guys from the Blue Man group, man. I, I don't think it'd be good. <laughs> Except you'd be the Pale Man group. Yeah. Um, you take a bath in Nair, just wash all down with that <laughs> Nair. We're just gonna we're just gonna bathe in Nair. That's what we're doing next. Anybody want to do the Nair challenge? The ultralight the Nair, Nair challenge. The ultralight Nair challenge. Wow, there's the one for you. There's the one for you right there, man. Yeah, I, there's no way. I, you know, I hope that I never had to shave my head. I just don't know if I have the right shape of head for it. So that, I mean, you never know unless you do it. Yeah. Right, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> we'll see. Here's a great question, man. Here's a great question: Are backpacking with Jason wag bags on the way? Oh, you know, it would be really cool if we got him some wag bags with his face on them for Christmas. Yeah, that may be happening. He's not going to listen to this, so we can go get him. If you're listening and you don't know who we keep talking about when we say Jason, he has a YouTube channel too, and he's he's local to where we are. We're friends with yeah. him, backpacking with Jason. Great guy. Love making fun of him. Also love hanging out with him. And he hates wag he's bags. Awesome. He, it's not that he hates wag bags. He, he hates what you have to do with wag bags. Yeah. Yeah, you have to poop into them, and then you have to carry it. I don't think that he cares about it. genuinely have to. I think that he cares about the carrying it part. Yeah, it's the it's the aftermath of using it that he doesn't like. <laughs> when we were up in uh, when we were up in South Dakota, there I pointed it out to him. I was like, "Hey, Jason, go check us out." There at this intersection, somebody had left, and it was there the next day too. Somebody had left a, a doggy bag with poop in it. You know. Like yeah. you split right and it's an off trail going up to Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And he's like, see, this is why I don't use wag bags. This is what our woods would look like. If we we're using wag bags. That's my old man, Jason voice. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very, that was a very good impression though. That's a very good impression. Thanks. I'll be here all week. <laughs> okay. Here's a, here's a serious question for us. Okay. Biggest gear regret. Oh, that's an easy one for me. Okay, I'll let you go first. I wish I would have saved up some extra money and not gotten the Big Agnes Fly Creek, the UL2. I did not like that backpack, or that that's uh, that tent. I did not like it at all. Uh, used it for all the shelter. It was, it was the only tent I used for like a couple years. And then once I got into tents that had side doors, mm. it was over, man. I was never going back to that thing again. Because it's awful. Like when you've had a long day of hiking, you know how it is, and like there was one day, I think we ended up hiking 23 miles and my knees were shot. You know, we had to do a lot of downhill that day and my knees just weren't feeling it. And I had to get down on my knees to get down into the, into the tent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like, like if you've got the side doors, you can kind of slide in backwards or go in sideways, but there's only really one way to get into one of those front door tents. And I hated it, man. It was just so awful. And it, I don't know, just the way it was made, everything. I just wasn't a fan. 
I, I, I would never buy one of those again. If anybody asks me, I tell them don't buy it. <laughs> but if somebody wants to buy mine, I'll sell it to you really cheap. Well, they what's the weight on those? They're just a shade under two pounds. Okay. So not or maybe they're right at two pounds. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're like right at two pounds. That's not too heavy for semi freestanding. I mean, you said no, you it's, have- it's not heavy. Like from a weight standpoint, it's fantastic. But from like a functional, I enjoyed using this tent standpoint, I hated the thing. Yeah. Well, you're sleeping in a doghouse, man. You're having to crawl in there and zip that sucker up. I yeah. didn't like it either. Um, yeah. You slept in it one night. I remember that. Yeah. Or tried. I tried. got that on video. Got that on video. Y'all can check it out. Um, I would say mine is probably, unfortunately, my ultra long peak fours that I bought right before my long trail through hike, because those things basically started falling apart as soon as I got on trail. Like the the little thing in the front that hugs the front of the shoe that's glued on, that started coming off literally yeah. first five ten miles, and then the shoe totally started blowing out. So even though it's not, they're not super expensive. Um, and it's just shoes you wear them out anyway that probably would be my biggest gear regret i really haven't bought a whole lot of stuff that i didn't really enjoy if i did i try to sell it yeah i didn't have a good time with the um the ultra lone peaks the ones i had they gave me tons of blisters yeah they're not good fits for some people but you know that's yeah. the deal with some people, yeah a lot of people love them Absolutely love them. Think they're the greatest thing in the world. Oh, we got a good question here. We got a really good question. Okay. And I already think I know the answer. And the answer can't be you. It's got to be somebody outside of you. Okay? okay. If Bridget could backpack with any YouTuber, who would she go with? I think I know the answer to this. Mm. I- I'll give you my answer and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. Give me your answer. Dixie. Think you should want to go backpacking with Dixie? I think so. I think I'd say you're probably right because she. I caught her the other day watching a Dixie video, doing some research for the um, Camino de Santiago. And I bet that if if she was backpacking with Dixie, then she would pick her brain about that and get every answer that she could, uh, every question that she could answered. Yeah. And and Dixie's great, man. Like she's, I don't know how she is, how she is, but she's just awesome, you know? Yeah, she's a sweet little Southern girl, and so is Bridget. So I think that they would get along great. Whenever we met Dixie, she was nice. You know, I haven't, I have yet to meet a person doesn't get along with your wife. She's easy to get along with. That's one of the reasons I married her. Yeah, my wife loves your wife. Yeah, both of us have great wives. Yeah, I mean they love each other too. It's like it's so fun we get together. We don't have to worry about like do our wives like each other. We need to go on a double date pretty soon. It's been a minute. We got to do that. Babysitter time. Oh yeah. Okay, so we got a good question. This is a gear question. Okay. Top of the line sleeping bag. Oh. I'm going to go with anything made by Western Mountaineering. Like, they're very expensive, but they are incredible sleeping bags. I don't own one because I just can't afford them. Um, I mean, like, the, a five-degree down bag of theirs is, like, Low price six hundred ninety dollars. High price seven thirty five. I bought one. I bought a twenty six degree, and it's a it nice was bag. It's very very nice. Super super light, but it was also over four hundred bucks. I may have got a discount on it. I think. Yeah, you know, that's a lot of money to drop on a sleeping bag. Uh, but just staying top of the line and like money is not an issue. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Western Mountaineering. 
They're good. Also, um, you know, another great one, in my opinion, and their cottage company is Underground Quilts. Oh, UGQ, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know if what you consider top of the line, but any company that you can get it exactly how you want it, you know, that's always a good deal. You can pick out your fabric, pick out your fill power. Um, you know, you kind of customize it however you want. Get it sewn in, get it zip up, get it snaps. Um, if you're doing a quilt, so yeah. Bridget, she has one of their sleeping bags where they basically had a quilt, but just sewed it up and then put a zipper on the side. And like I said, I don't know what top of the line means, but it was really nice. And it was a lot less expensive than Western mountaineering. Well, I would say, I would say, well, I mean, it's, it's going to be like 400 bucks if you're getting something similar to Western mountaineering. Cause it, it can get, those can get expensive too. Um, but I would say it's almost a wash between like UGQ or enlightened equipment or a lot of those companies because they're all they're kind of like picking up ideas from each other you know yeah and like, they're buying some of the same materials yeah you know and, I mean? and they're all great companies they're all they're all really great companies i have an enlightened equipment 20 degree quilt that i've had since 2018 and it's still the one i use like in the summertime it's a 20 degree but because of the way it's made, I can just open it up like a blanket and I don't have to have it on top of me if I don't want to. And I can stick my leg out the side easy. And um, it's really nice. I think the the place that you run into the most money is if you want a really, really warm but light sleeping bag, like you're going to have to go with the high fill power. And the reality is that those down feathers are very expensive. So it doesn't yeah. really matter who you order it through. If you get 950 fill, the bottom line is they had to pay a lot for those feathers to stuff it with. Yeah. And the higher the the fill power, the way more expensive it gets. You get to that yeah. 950 and 1000 fill power uh-huh. and it just it gets really expensive. Okay, here's a good question cuz we're getting close to time here, but uh Dave off grid, anyone down for the Tylenol PM and Red Bull challenge? <laughs> <laughs> It's like take the pills to make you tired and drink the Red Bull to keep you awake. <laughs> that would be an interesting one. Yeah. Up yeah. Hunter. That'd be crazy. Uh A Privet 77. Jeremiah, what did you think of the Gossamer Gear Mariposa? Oh, I love it. And I'm not just saying that because Gossamer Gear is one of our sponsors. I have used that thing. Like I've torn it up now. You yeah, know? you told me all about it. You you really like it. Yeah, I have been using it. it. It holds a lot. And, you know, there's definitely some stuff that I would change about it. One thing I don't love on any backpack, especially my Osprey, is like when you unzip, the pocket goes into the main compartment. And I want the pocket on the outside because if you stuff your backpack full, then you unzip the pocket and then you like, there's no room in there. You know what I mean? Like that pocket's compressed. Mm-hmm. So the Mariposa. I'll use all the time. They don't have a brain on there. It's got like an internal pocket. I use that, but sometimes it gets a little floppy because above the frame, it doesn't have a whole lot of structure. So that's one of the things I would change, but the padding on it, the way it carries 30 pounds and below, it's it's almost unbeatable. And it only weighs a couple of pounds. It's totally customizable. Uh, I love the Gossamer Gear Mariposa. I should do a video on that, man. You should, especially because you just basically like, Gave it all the love in the world. You apparently really like that that backpack. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so Riff Outdoors, any thoughts on the Lanshan 2? I 
have not used it, but uh, your buddy had one whenever yeah, we Josh trip down Big South Fork. Uh, to Josh, me, yeah. Uh, go ahead, man. I just talked for like five minutes there. Go ahead. Oh no, just uh, Josh when he used his the things that he he and I talked about with his was um, it's very functional, it's very inexpensive, um, but there's a there's there's definitely a weight difference between that and some of the other brands that are out that that make the same thing. And there are some some little quality issues here and there with them, um, but if you just if you don't have a lot of money and you want to get a a, a two person uh, trekking pole tent that's going to get it done, it's it's a great it's a great uh, tent. Um, but he moved on from it and got something different. You know, he was he actually did the Landshan Pro, he did the Landshan Two, and I think he did the Landshan One person. He tried them all, I think, and uh, he said they were good. But he's just like. It, it's not like it's phenomenal, but it does get the job done, which for some people, that's all they want. So it may be perfect. Yeah. I think it depends on your budget. It's kind of like what kind of car you can buy. Yeah. Like if you just need to get from place to place, you know, and a 2000, a 2005 Toyota Corolla will get the job done, but it's not going to be as nice as a Lexus or like yeah. Rolls Royce or something. Yep. That's the truth. That's the truth. It's basically, I would say it's your Hyundai. You're you're sacrificing yeah. by paying less, but I don't know. I did want to point out, Kim Bar. Just gonna click on that myself. That's awesome. Welcome, welcome. We love it whenever the uh, listeners on the podcast get to join us for a live stream because we get to say hello and interact with you. And, and glad you're here. Questions? Yeah, glad you're here. Uh, let's see if there's any more questions on here because we're definitely coming down to time. Uh, let's see. Trailheads seems like the best value at the moment. Um, uh, talking about, I think it's talking about the quilts. Uh, Feathered oh. Friends is good. Um, I got one from Loco Libre, and price from Loco Libre is incredible. And they, they'll customize down to the threading they use for the baffles. So I've got a... It's a 50 degree quilt that I got for summer and it's black. The inside is red and the outside has red stitching on the baffles and the inside has black stitching on the baffles. Look at you going fully customized. Well, I mean, you know, here's the thing. If you're going to do it, do it right. You know what I'm saying? That is you're true. Do it, do it right. Don't, don't mess around. Let's see here. Uh, any budget-friendly alternatives to Z-Packs ARC-style backpacks? Man, I don't know. I think if you want that kind of backpack, you should probably just go with the, the Z-Pack. I don't know of any budget-friendly alternatives. And like John's saying, their backpacks are pretty expensive. I mean, Osprey, to some extent. You know what I mean? Those are expensive, too, though. Like, but they're not 400 bucks. Like, you can spend um, a couple hundred bucks, like half the price, and you've got their airflow system. I you think know, that that goes between your back and the in the pack, so it's it's pretty much the same thing, uh, but you're going to be weighing a lot more uh, with an yeah. Osprey pack. You're going to weigh around four pounds probably, but those yeah. Osprey packs, I think that with inflation and everything, they're over three hundred bucks as well. Are I, they really? Yeah, I mean you can give it a goog, but I think that they're yeah. like three hundred and fifteen. I think that I paid two seventy for the Osprey Atmos, and that was years ago. You know, that was like two thousand. Maybe 2007. Wow, yeah, $325 for the 65 liter and $300 for the 50 liter. Right. So for an extra 100 bucks, 
you know, if, if you can, if you can pull that out of your budget or save a little longer, um, it may just be best with, with going with the best. Not that Osprey's not as good, but uh, Osprey's phenomenal. Like, yeah, let's just shoot straight. Osprey's phenomenal because they, um, the, the warranty, the warranty alone makes them incredible. You could have a 50 year old pack from Osprey. Of course, I don't think you've been around 50 years, but you could have a 50 year old Osprey pack and it rips and you send it in. They have to send you a new one. Yeah. If you find one at a REI garage sale or something like or a yard sale anywhere, you can send it in. And if it's torn up bad enough, they'll just replace it. And if it's missing a strap, missing buckles, has holes in it, they'll take care of it. But like um, Neil Quinn posted on here, the problem with budget gear is like Josh, you always kind of want to move on. Not everybody. Some people are perfectly happy with it. Yeah. But, uh, sometimes it's better to just save a little bit and then, uh, you know, get whatever you want. Yeah, I, w- I would say that. I-, I would agree with that. Um, I'm trying to see there. There's the Stratos, which is a nice backpack. It's 50 liters. You can get it 50 liters anyways. And it's not quite as expensive. The Osprey uh, Exos has that uh-huh. same airflow thing and uh, the anti-gravity. And it's it's only uh, $260. So that'll save you 100 and 140 bucks. Um, but the Stratos is the one that I noticed that has a really good price. Now they got the Stratos 44. It's $219. So, but yeah. I, I look at that and I think to myself, man, for $219, I think you can get a ULA on 2.0. You could probably fit or get a bigger size if you wanted to. Yeah, you could. You could. 44, that'd be a little tight for me if that's my first backpack, probably with some of the other budget gear that I have. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys found a better frog togs alternative that doesn't cost $100? Uh, mm. No, rain jackets are so expensive, man. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what though, I got the new uh the new outdoor vitals one. It's really nice. Yeah, I haven't ordered that one. It's it's about as light as the uh outdoor research. Which is the, or is the outdoor is the outdoor research that has the uh, helium too? Yeah. Yeah, that it's it's about as light as that one. I wish that uh I could talk to them and see if they're ever gonna bring back their original one because Jason claims that it was <laughs> way better than the the version two yeah a lot of people have said that so why i just don't understand why you wouldn't bring that back as an alternative i think it's the same thing with ultra like they'll come out with this one shoe that everybody loves next year they come up with the next version of it stop making the other version and the new version's like everybody's mad about it well none of them have went out of business yet so they must know something i don't yeah sometimes you just gotta have it just gotta have that new gear man just gotta have that new gear i saw um i saw a comment something about poop before the end of the show you got anything anything poop related before buy this shirt hike eat sleep (laughs) (laughs) that is what you do man you hike you eat you sleep you wake up you poop wake up and you poop that's 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 the backpacking life right there man i'll i'll uh i'll end with a little uh toilet paper poop pack okay yeah i keep a uh, roll of toilet paper if you can see the background behind me i got some bins one of them is like my hygiene and stuff i keep a roll of toilet paper in there and i always check it's super important before you leave you check and see 
if you have enough toilet paper for your trip. Don't want to forget that. My little hack is if your trekking poles come apart, what I like to do is take the trekking pole apart, stick the toilet paper on there, close it back, and then just roll a bunch. And then you never have to listen. I don't know who you live with or your situation, but you'll never listen to your wife complain about you taking the toilet paper because you always got that roll up here. She never even knows, man. That's great. Man. Knows. That's great. Oh, this is really cool. The Porter Privy. I remember sewing your quilt, John, and Bridget's pink one. Love both of them. Man, yeah, I, I don't know if I told you this. I have four quilts from UGQ. Oh, I did not know that. I have three. Four. I have four. I've got two under quilts, a top quilt, and then I bought my daughter a junior top quilt. So, yeah, I've got four. Yeah, Bridget's got a really pretty one, too. I really, I really like UGQ a lot. I, I really do. Um, it's a great company. It's a great company. I wish, I want to find out some more. I want to get some more local Libre gear, though. That stuff's really nice. And, man, their prices are just hard to beat. If you guys never heard of them, I would definitely say go check them out because, uh, I mean, they're, they don't, I don't think they sponsor anybody. So we're definitely not sponsored by them, but they make really good stuff. And you definitely check them out. Uh, cottage Company. And they make incredible gear. So, how do you spell that? It's loco, like in Spanish, right? L O C O L I B R E, loco libre gear. There you go. So, uh, J Van Hike says it's three hundred to four hundred dollars over two to four hiking seasons. If you can look at it like that for a quality piece of gear, that's a mental win to pull the trigger on a purchase. That's a that's a really good way to look at it. And I would say compared to how many times you go out, like, how long do you want this thing to last for? You know if you're looking for a backpack that you're just going to replace after a year, then maybe you shouldn't be spending 400 bucks on it. Yeah. I think about that with my clothes too. Like I bought a really nice leather motorcycle jacket. And the way I saw it is even though this thing may cost me hundreds of dollars, if I'm using that thing, I don't know, we'll say 60 times a year, a hundred times a year, every time you use it, you paid less for it, you know? Yeah. Get it yep. down to where you paid a nickel a use. Yeah, that's the truth. Sometimes overpaying, that's okay. It's, it's, it just matters what's worth it to you. You know, some people spending extra money on stuff like that's not a big deal because it's what you want. And for some people, the, the price is really important. So it just depends on what you're looking for. Uh, Riff Outdoors, John, when are you doing another video about deals? I've actually got one. In, I haven't done any last couple of weeks because I have many really good ones. Um, and I'm not going to make a video just to make a video, but... Uh, I am getting ready to do a live stream, and it's a special live stream, and that's all I want to say about it right now, but uh, it's been in the works for about a month, and I think it's going to be really cool for anybody that watches, so uh, definitely be looking for that. It'll be either this Friday or next Friday. I'm just waiting to uh, get the final okay to run it, So, um, but that's definitely coming up real soon. Let's see. What's that? I said something to look forward to. Yeah, man. Hey. What kind of bike do you ride, Jeremiah? I bought a Harley Davidson Sportster 883 to learn on about two years ago. And I still haven't upgraded to a bigger bike because I was driving a 97 Ranger with 250,000 miles on it. And I thought, yeah, I should probably buy a bigger truck that's not going to break down <laughs> uh, another motorcycle. So, I'm still riding around on that little thing, and it is fun zipping around town, having a good time. Yeah, I agree. And it's it's fun to see you riding that nice big black truck, too. 
Yeah, that thing is awesome. Yep. Uh, J. Van Hikes, buy once, cry once. Definitely agree with that. Okay, here's a great question. Marco's hiking. What is one piece of gear you have that you regret paying so much for? Hmm. One piece of gear you regret paying so much for. Okay, I, I think I have that. I think I have that. Um, it's the Helium 2 jacket. It, I think that's what it is for me. I think it's the Helium 2 jacket. The um, When I bought it, you know, it was it was really expensive, but I was getting ready to do the Shell Toey Trace, and it looked like we were going to hit a lot of rain, and it was supposed to be this amazing piece of gear, and, man, that thing wetted out in, like, two days. It ruined my phone. Um, everything, everything got wet. Like, it was awful. Absolutely awful. I, I think, uh, I, and every other expensive piece of gear I've bought, I actually like. You know, I mean, there's a reason this stuff's expensive. But that's the one I think that I bought where I, I really regret spending the money on that. I wish I'd have just gone a Frog Togs jacket, you know, because I could have bought like five of them for the cost of that one jacket and just changed right. them out if I've got them ripped or anything. Mine's probably, um, at, this is kind of a cop-out answer because I got a heavy discount on it, but the Ghost Whisperer, they're so overpriced. And again, it's where you're doing the high fill power. It's making it so light. So it only weighs eight ounces. But you could get a much warmer puffy that's a little heavier that that doesn't cost so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with you on that. I would agree with you on that. I've I've had several friends who've said, Yeah, the helium's great if it's only gonna get down to like fifty degrees. But yeah. if you're someone who's like who's a little more cold blooded or a little more like warm blooded, I guess, I don't know. you just get cold easier. You're not gonna like the jacket very much. Right. So, Jeremiah, what are the best hiking pants? Mm, the best hiking pants. I know you like the ones by Outdoor Vitals. I usually wear... The Satu pants, yeah. Yeah, I usually wear... Um, honestly, I've been wearing just like ball shorts. Like yeah. basketball shorts. But <clears throat> I had the Swedish company that I worked with through YouTube... And they are probably my favorite hiking pants. I have some that is that are in like kind of turquoise blue almost, a little darker than turquoise. So they really stand out. They have some character and I have some black ones. The company's called Revolution Race. So if you want to check them out, you can just Google them. But all kinds of companies make good ones. Like Columbia has some good ones. Yeah. Um, I Patrick think has some good ones. I think as far as expensive pants, I would say probably I would say the Ferrosi pants from Outdoor Research. Mm-hmm. I love those. I've actually got two pairs of them. I bought one pair and I liked them so much that as I started to wear them out, I bought another pair. Um, I really like those. Uh, I also like the Outdoor Vitals uh, Satu pants. Those are really nice. They've got vents on the side of them, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for super budget and you just want to spend like 20, 30 bucks on a pair, Wrangler makes these outdoor pants that they sell at Walmart. I got three pairs. Yeah, and I I hiked in those several times. And I mean, if you're not wanting to spend a whole bunch of money on on hiking pants, those things are actually really good. The only thing is you have to buy them like a size small because yeah. the waistband is so loose on them and stretchy that they fall off. Yeah, those are good and you can wear those to work. Like yeah. they're they're kind of like khakis, which is odd, but um it's the same thing with the Ferosi pants, the uh, Outdoor Vitals or the outdoor research ones and the outdoor vitals ones. I wore the outdoor vitals ones for like two weeks 
walking around and doing things in them before I took them out on trail. And they nobody looked at them and went, what kind of pants are those? They just look like gray pants. Yeah, I love the gear that you can use in everyday society, too. Yeah, so that's great stuff. Uh, let's see, any more questions? I think we are we are done with questions, Jeremiah. I think we're, we're done. done with questions. I have to go to sleep. And you got to go teach, and I've got to get up in the morning early because my kid gets on the bus like at 7 o'clock. So let's sign off from this thing, buddy. How's that sound? Dude, that was, that was such a good time. Here's the thing. Next week, uh, we're going to have a guest on here. We'll let you find out who that is next week. But uh, we have been in contact with several really cool future guests for this channel, uh, for this this podcast. And we cannot wait for you all to see some of these guests. We've got a lot of people coming back who've been on here before, who were super popular with you guys. And we love bringing back people you love. So we are excited about doing that. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's oh. going to be good. It's going to be good. Well, with that said, for myself and Jeremiah, we'll catch you guys on the next one. I didn't have to